Hey, this is Lindsay. And this is Ryan. And this is What's Up ABQ. Welcome back to another episode of What's a Baby Q. I'm Ryan. And I'm Lindsay. And today we have Drew Herrick. And, and we talked about this before, but you're representing two different things, right? Correct, yes. Yep. So let's tell us a little bit about the first thing. Let's talk about your job. Let's talk about what you do here in Albuquerque. But then what I really want to dive into is kind of your passion project on the side. Okay, perfect. So I am a loan officer. Um, I work with Mom Depot. I've been for about two years in the industry for three. And, you know, my passion is also ties into my normal job is I just like to help others and to help people close out whether it's their first home or upgrading, refinancing, downsizing. It's fun to, you know, help people quote unquote the American dream but you know become homeowners and pretty excited and then so that aside let's uh, let's kind of dive in um, I do kind of want to get back to the loan stuff in a minute just because I'm curious but sure. that aside I want to talk about your passion project you have a little something going on on the side that's pretty exciting I'm going to let you tell us about it because it's yours <laughs> so I work with some very talented and creative individuals uh, they're recording artists and musicians one is Dylan Hewling and the other is Sade Munira they're both uh, from right here in Albuquerque and they're doing really really exciting things within their music careers and it's actually finally getting some momentum um, and getting some coverage and some publicity and what they're doing is just really really fun really good they're super talented and just to be able to help them in any way that i can is is awesome so how do you navigate albuquerque in that respect like how do because it's different from other places we're not in la we're not in portland we're not in nashville how do you navigate albuquerque for somebody who's looking to kind of break into that industry a little bit i think albuquerque people as a whole want something to be proud of to be very proud of and i think that uh, in some sense that people really won't back in the way they should until maybe they make anything for themselves in LA or Austin or Vegas or somewhere like that right. and then come back and be like, oh my God, these guys are actually really good because they're right there. But we've gotten responses where people right here have seen them from you know day one where they maybe have their social media page at zero followers to now where they're at right now. And they've created their own small little fan base that travels with them whenever they play shows, listens to their stuff, posts about their stuff. So you guys, it's been very grassroots and they're now finally starting to like see that fruit from those seeds. And we We've seen with the people we've interviewed so far and also just, you know, personally growing up here, that grassroots spirit is really strong in this okay. town. Yeah, absolutely. Can you, can you think of some examples of, of people who started out with nothing and then have gone, go up and up and up? Yeah, I mean, one of my good friends' name is Mike Mares. He is one of the lead singers in the Noms. And they've not, they went, started like a high school band, you know, just doing it for fun. And now have shared the stage with people like 50 Cent <laughs> and Fits in the Tantrums and Sublime with Rome. So I mean, there's, there's many, many examples of that right here and I think if you know it's starting to actually like come out more and people are excited and very proud of that stuff. You said they're both local. Right. What is their philosophy on kind of staying local versus venturing out maybe into a bigger scene? I think it, whether it sits with them, however it sits with them, you know, financially, spiritually, you know, if it fits them, I don't think that they would mind doing much bigger and better things. Right. Obviously, I mean, this is always going to be home and they kind of want to be the forefront, you know, the runners from Albuquerque to really make like a good name in the music industry outside of here, but they will always be, you know, loyal and true to, to Albuquerque. They, they have a huge passion for it, just like I do. We share that, so that's why I think we work so well together. And you had mentioned some collaboration with New Mexico United, I know. Yes. Did you want to emphasize a little bit of that or yes, kind right. of touch on that a little so bit? Dylan Hewling is one of the artists that I get to work with, and he actually written and recorded an album last year called We Wanted More, and one of the songs on the album is called For the Win. Kind of brought it to the team. Uh, Marcos Travers works with the team. He creates all their video assets. He kind of 
you know, started that idea. We brought it to the team. We're like, this is really cool. We'd like to make it our own spin on it, like the New Mexico United version. So Dylan re-recorded the song and is now like their team anthem. So when the team walks out at home to home games, they're playing Dylan's song. And, you know, it's caught on well. The fans are like tweeting about it and talking about it. And we're in the process right now of actually shooting a music video with the team and Dylan. So it's going to be, hopefully that creates some buzz. It'll be a lot of fun. Do you, have, do you have an idea when that's going to release or hit? When it's um, going to drop? Yeah. <laughs> not yet. The song is out like on all streaming services, Spotify, Apple Music, all that stuff. But the video is still in the creating stages. Okay. Um, it's not in a rush. Before the end of the season, for sure, it should be out. So I want to know, how did you get started with this? Um, I mean, I grew up with Dylan. With Dylan okay. Healing. Uh, we were just friends at first. We grew up kind of playing basketball against each other, had some similar friends and circle. He's always been a musician, and I feel like I have a huge passion for music, but I can't create. You know, my mind just doesn't work that way. I'm the same way. We have that in common. I know. I'm like, I love music. I yeah. play it. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> so we were just listening to, to his music, and I'm like, this is really good. Uh, you know, it just started organically. It wasn't that I wanted to get into music management or anything like that. It just happened organically, trying to hold my friends whatever I can. And, you know, it's kind of just grow organically and into something pretty cool. So how do you market someone like Dylan? Like, what do you do personally? Like, what do you, who do you talk to? How do you kind of integrate them into different venues? And what do you do? What's the, um, what's the art behind that? So it's just, you know, it just comes from a place of wanting to help. I see great talent with him and Shadi Munira. And so we reached out to like other brands within the city. Uh, we held events at Vara Winery for a while. We had called Unplugged Sessions there. So we bring one of our artists. They would play, Vara would curate a drink for them who would come for an experience. So we don't just want just to like pound people with music, 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 ads. We want to create an experience and showcase that side, whether it's introducing him to people that can help him in terms of like brand stuff or just promote him as much best as I can. That's really all that we do. I just help him more on the like business side or help him and him on the business side than, like I said, the creative side. That's not a, not my liking the slightest. Yeah. Now, are there any, um, and this is just a personal question because I'm sure. curious, but any certain studios you work with, any places here in Albuquerque? And it's fine if you shout out local places as well. We're all about that. Yeah, so. please. They create a lot of their stuff here in town at a few different studios. Okay. Uh, they work with a couple guys at Olad Records. Um, they have a super, super talented group over there. And everybody just kind of collaborates. You know, there's different pockets of musicians and artists throughout the city. Um, and we're trying to just kind of bring everybody together and be cohesive. That's what we've done with some of the artists I work with as well as some of the artists in Olad. So just making all these like-minded individuals come together and be more cohesive than one part of time does their thing, the other part of time does their thing. Uh, just more like a cohesive thing and you know, everybody's kind of helping everybody in, in some way because Dylan is better than Sade in some things and Sade is much better than Dylan in some things. So when they get a chance to work together, you know, they create some magic sometimes. So yeah. how did you meet Sade? Um, I met Sade through Marcos Travers. Oh, okay. Um, Marcos does a lot of video assets at SF United. He's an amazing videographer, uh, photographer, artist. Uh, but he kind of we kind of started together in like the management stuff, I guess. And I met Sade through him. That just kind of happened organically too. I just saw crazy potential in her. And mm-hmm. Just want to help, you know, any way that I can to help get her music to more and more people. If someone's starting out, what would you encourage them to do, or how, how to start? How, how if someone's listening and they're just starting out in their music career and they're local, what would you suggest they do? I would say make sure that you hit on your craft, find exactly the sound that you want to do. And then build like a small team around you, somebody that will push you to be better, that can help you in avenues that you might not know you need help in. And it's also just not stop. Like the people that make it in anything, just people that continue to push and continue to go, uh, they're going to get no's all the time. But it only takes 
one right set of ears and one right set of eyes and one yes to push that door open. Yeah, and I, I really hear that because from the writing end, you know, I have a book right now that's been bouncing around New York for like a year. Sweet. In fact, everyone is interested and then they, they never actually, and, and, but I know it's a good story and I, between my agent and I, I know it's going to find the right place. We'll link at that. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah they're, they're both making very good strides like, you know, recording that both working on brand new albums and EPs right now, uh, but they're finally getting some funds behind them, proper funds, to make things sound the way they're supposed to sound. Mm -hmm. So Yeah. We know about making we things sound the way we, they're supposed to sound. We do. Yeah. Apparently it's good at your best mic. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so where can people find their albums? So Dylan's latest project is titled We Wanted More. That is on all streaming services. Okay. And Sade's latest project is titled You Want, uh, You Told Me To. Excuse me. And that's also on you know, Spotify, Apple Music, all the streaming services. Sweet. So, so, so I, I, something I, I gotta know. Do you think that days of CDs are past. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I think they have been for a while. Well, I'm just, you know, <laughs> so see, see, officially they're dead. They're, they're dead. I think they're, yeah, they're, they're dead. They're dead? Okay. Uh, vinyls, there we go. vinyls will uh, stay and come back around, I believe, because huh? they're, like you said, the nostalgia mm -hmm. factor, but now streaming and streaming is uh, taking over everything. Okay. I feel like, so I have three kids, I feel like when they're teenagers, maybe early college, like, age, that's when CDs might, like, come back and be kind of like a novelty thing to have, kind of like eight tracks. I don't know. <laughs> I could see that thing like, look, there's this really cool thing called a CD, mom. Cut it out. And cassettes. Yeah. I already know about mixtapes, literal tapes. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's, it's so weird to think about the evolution of music. I don't know. It's crazy because, um, I mean, anybody can create a body of work now and upload it to all of these streaming services. So there's hundreds of thousands of songs being uploaded through every genre every single day. So it takes you know, a little bit more specialty to I was going to say because like, it could be an advantage or a disadvantage yeah, depending yeah. you know because well, a lot of times it's like screaming into the wind you know so like in your experience how do you see uh, local talent maybe you know work through that or set themselves apart mm -hmm. yeah same I think it's it's quality over quantity mm -hmm. so you know they're not putting out every single song that they write and record they're being very methodical and thought out with how they release music and when they release music and what that all entails, you know, it's a, a full project, you know, it's not just a song that's recorded on the phone and put out there, it's a song that's recorded, it's mixed, it's mastered, they have cover art, they have album artwork, they have many hands on the project, so it takes a team to do all of that and put out a quality piece of work instead of just, you know, a mixed thing for lack of better words. Yeah. So. so Drew, you had said something, I had sent you like some, some questions before a couple weeks ago. You had mentioned something and I just kind of want to change gears for a minute if that's okay. Yeah, um, you had mentioned, I choose Albuquerque. Yeah. And that's that's a big emphasis here um, on our podcast. We want to kind of talk about why people choose Albuquerque. Right. So what does that mean for you? So like that quote, I choose Albuquerque, I kind of stole from a friend of mine named Gavin Long. He's no, like, I, I love it. It's good. Yeah, it's, it's great. Really it's very intentional. Yeah, really good at what he does. Um, he's putting out like a, I think he's been putting out like a small series, like video series called I Choose Albuquerque. That's awesome. Um, but I like it because, I mean, I, I do choose Albuquerque. I'd rather be in a place where I can feel like I can actually make a positive change or help make a difference in the community that brought me up mm -hmm. than going to another city and maybe being a little smaller fish in the pond and, you know, not really being able to have that, that experience. So. I mean, I'm born and raised here. I see all the great things that Albuquerque has to offer, and that 
it does already offer, and I think those should just be highlighted a little bit more than that has been in the past right. few years. So. And I agree with that. I think, you know, we, and that's part of the reason we say this all the time, but that's part of the reason we started the podcast was like, you know, Albuquerque gets a lot of bad press. There's a lot of times where you hear the negative or sure. people that aren't from here will say, oh, that's where everybody cooks meth <laughs> or, oh, yeah. my yeah. car got stolen there, you know, whatever yeah. they hear. Um, and I don't want to be that because that's not who we are. Um, exactly. You know, so it's just very interesting when you ask people like one-on-one, like, but why do you choose to be here? Because there's so many people in the city as we're looking out of this like four-story window. Obviously, listeners can't see it, but yes, it's yes, great. see it, see it through the podcast. Yeah, but there's so many people out there that choose Albuquerque. It's not like they're stuck here. It's not like they don't want to be here. Like they're choosing to be here, and they have purpose here. So I think it's really great to emphasize that. There's been generations of people choosing it, right? Absolutely, you know? and so and I think that's important. And I think it's important for people to do business here. It's important for people who create art here because it really does put us on the map for something positive. Yeah, but you have to choose to see that too. I love to travel and see other places, but when you're driving back or flying back home, like I'm, it's just a different feeling. Like I just love, I truly do love being in the city and Albuquerque. It's, it's home. Yeah. That's totally true. I was actually in Sedona last week and I was like, well, I mean, this is pretty. Like, yeah. I kind of want to go home though. <laughs> I mean, it's all right. They're like, it's pretty. They've got a good thing going here, but I, I don't know. I miss home too. So I, I know um, uh, from, from a writing and marketing standpoint, there's a lot of advice out there for beginners. What about people who maybe are beginning to hit up like middle of the road? There's this big gap between like you've made it and then yeah. beginning stuff. Is there any, anything that you, you'd give people advice who feel like maybe they're broaching into like the middle ground? So I, I feel like the like quote unquote you made it is discretionary, right? You could make it to whatever that means to you. So it's kind of kind of different. Um, but I think like like I just I said earlier, you know, don't stop content. I don't think being content is a good place or a good term. Kind of always want a little bit more, whether it's you know, personally, financially, professionally. So I feel like middle ground, just still don't don't stop. Like you're probably getting good momentum and you feel like you're maybe reaching a plateau, but keep going. All right. Well, we're coming up on our halfway point. Uh, So stick around and we will be right back. What's up, Albuquerque? This is Ryan. Are you a small business owner, entrepreneur, or creative trying to reach more people with their awesome product, service, or brand? Right here in the middle of our show, Lindsay and I have reserved up to three minutes just for you. All we're asking is 30 bucks a minute. We'd be happy to plug your very own awesome endeavor right here on What's Up ABQ. Want to sponsor an episode? For 100 bucks, we'll give you the middle, plus extra plugs at the beginning and end of the show, too. To get started, send us an email at abqwhatsapp at gmail.com. That's abqwhatsapp at gmail.com. Together, let's keep shining a light on all the wonderful things and people which make Albuquerque awesome. Ciao. This is Lindsay. And this is Ryan. If you liked what you heard on today's podcast, please feel free to leave us a review wherever you're listening. And we will talk to you soon.
And we're back. So I did have a question now that I had a minute to think about it. At least three minutes, uh, really. At least three minutes, yeah. <laughs> are you taking on any clients? Are you taking on any other artists at this time? Or is there like, are you limiting yourself to two or are you open to more? And if so, how do they get a hold of you? Um, I would say I'm living myself. You know, I would, yeah. like I said, I'm, I'm here to help and I would love to, you know, help as many people and artists as I can. Uh, I would say most of my attention and energy right now would be in doing this Sunday because I'm very, very close to them and I've worked with them for a long time. But absolutely, I would love to help anybody any any way that I can within this music thing. Obviously, I don't have the blueprint or have it all figured out. You know, we try and error every single day. Um, <laughs> Interview over. But yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty reasonable on social media. You know, that's where I talk to most people that I don't have their personal cell phone. Right. So it's just through my, my Instagram, most likely. And so if they wanted to reach out to you, Instagram's probably a good way to do it. Is there any certain genres that you focus on or are you open to um, I, I styles have, rather I guess um, I, love, I, I really do love all music okay. Dylan is a hip hop artist with some like jazz influence nice. and some, some other stuff in there and Sade is a R&B singer with some like folk influence in there um, so I think R&B and hip hop is like my favorite but I truly do love everything and so we can say some classical opera. If you be okay with that. I know that's my expertise. Sade can actually started in opera when she was young. So, okay, yeah, cool. So I bet the range on her yeah. vocal abilities are pretty crazy. Yes, awesome. That's fantastic. Uh, so I know one of our standard questions that we always ask her, but not not the not the important one. Oh, okay. I was like, okay, so we'll right, save that right. near the end. Um, it is coming though. Okay. Um, is where do you see the city? Where do you see Albuquerque going in the future? Yeah, I think that we're going to have a really cool window. Like the next like for three to five years. I mean, Netflix is in or coming in. NBC Studios is going to be here. Uh, the next thing I is making a huge splash right away. Okay. Uh, so I think it was a really really cool window where we're going to see a lot of positive growth in the city. Uh, I'm really excited. Kind of mentioned I, I want to help be an ambassador for all things good. I truly do see a huge window where we're going to see some change, whether it's you know, some nightlife stuff, those companies coming in, hopefully some more jobs coming in, some of these local artists making a name for themselves. You know, it's amazing to me because I, every time I look on my Instagram or I check Facebook or whatever, I see these like new events popping up and more, more often than not, they're like cultural events. Yeah. And I'm super excited about that. Like, you know, they had the old town, old town nights, something the other night, I think it got rained out and they rescheduled it, but it's like, there's always something going on and it's a really good feeling to live in a city where you're like oh you know there's so many opportunities to and it's really strange experience things well it's just strange for me because i just moved from from like campbell missouri so it's like you know fifteen thousand people maybe yeah. on a good day and uh, experiencing a little culture shock there. well i'm not used to living in a place and i i feel like i say it every time but not everywhere is like this yeah. you know and you get you get used to this and then you move away and you realize that oh it's not like this everywhere i mean you know that but you don't know that and so the idea that there is something cool multiple things that are cool that are going on right. just about every night yeah. around town like you're just a wash and that's amazing yeah it's true I think it's just you know it's just kind of started and it's going to grow as well so Absolutely. like so most out with Hickey has done really cool things the past two years going to year three and now uh, and you had some of your artists were in some of Yeah, we had a, well, I know a lot of artists that played had it last year. We had a, a handful of them until and Sade were a part of that. Um, it was it was awesome you know, to see that many people at one of the three stages that they had and people that were super receptive to actually being there for music because you're not always, you know, you go to a brewery or a restaurant and music is playing. We got there for the music. Right. They were there for the music. It was amazing. 
it's fun to see. I know, isn't it cool when you see people showing up and you're like, they're showing up for you. Like, yeah. they're not showing up to have a beer or whatever. They're showing up because you're here. Yeah, exactly. And that's a great feeling. I think Albuquerque, like, there's a lot of people in the city that feel that way. Like, they're ready to show up. And so I feel like in the next five to seven years, like you were saying, that's going to be kind of this momentum that keeps building and building. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, so. so do you think that Albuquerque has its own unique sound? And if so, what is it like? Mm, I, don't, I don't know. I think like Albuquerque as a whole is kind of a melting pot of a lot of different cultures and people. And so I would say that it's not necessarily like Albuquerque sound for artists. I think that they kind of take bits and pieces of their favorite musicians wherever they happen to be from. And these artists just happen to come out of Albuquerque. So. I guess that's to be determined. Maybe somebody will say, oh, this sounds like Albuquerque in a year or two or three, three years. So. I'm going to go in a totally different direction, and I'm sorry. Okay. Just change gears, but, you know, my brain's going a million miles a minute. So talking about your other job, your nine to five. Yes. We're sitting in your office right now. Yes. Um, we are here at Long Depot. How do you see housing changing? Because yeah. I know that I, I feel like we've gotten a big influx of people buying houses in the last like year or so. I've seen so many houses for sale. I've seen so many people just be like, oh, just bought a house. And I'm like, wow, feels like there's just a big upswing happening. Right. I think, I think cost of living in Albany is, is great right now. Okay. You know, I mean, if you make it north to, to Denver, it's, the housing market is ridiculous compared to what it is here. Uh, but I think that we might see for like what it's sort of like some of that fallout within the next few years as well. People that maybe don't want to live in that pricey of a home. You know, Kickham Albuquerque for a little bit more affordable. Right. Um, they still have an amazing home. You know, mm -hmm. The market is very, very good right now. Interest rates are great uh, and have been for like the end of the year. I, I can see that really changing. So I think the housing market will just continue to get a little bit better here. At least I hope so. Yeah. yeah. And what does that say about our city if it does? I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. we need to continue to bring in good jobs to you know, entice people to come. But obviously we have you know, problems in the city. We're not perfect. And everybody knows that. But I think that if we continue to make positive strides, we'll be able to attract more people to, to come from places like Southern California or Colorado area down to, to Albuquerque. Do you have a favorite neighborhood? Um, I mean, I grew up near Knob Hill. Okay. My, my family still lives in the Knob Hill area, so I mean, okay. that's, yeah, that's home. You know, it's, there's a lot of fun going up there. And now I live in the Heights, uh, so. Same. Yeah. <laughs> Just over yeah. there. Yeah. 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 I just did the reverse, and I grew up in the Heights, and now I live in the Valley. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, whatever. <laughs> but that's, you know, that's so funny, because I was I was looking at some article on, I think it was Business Weekly, and they were talking about, is it New Mexico business? I can't remember. They were talking about how the South Valley is like, is like an up-and-coming place for millennials to buy houses, and it's very trendy right now, and I was like, huh, interesting. Well, you were the one that found, found my rental, so... You know, I also live here. Looking at you, vicariously <laughs> living. I just thought that was life. really an interesting <laughs> perspective, and maybe it is. I don't know, but it's beautiful. Like I, I guess I had never had a reason to really spend a lot of time down there until you moved there, and it's it's gorgeous. Well, it's like, a, it's like a kept secret. I mean, now that I say it, I'm like, I hope it doesn't get any hush <laughs> craziness. But it's, it's so pretty. Like I don't know. No, and I love that now that I've lived in a couple different parts of the city. I love that it slightly shifts your perspective. You know, it's like, it's still Albuquerque, you know, but, but it's almost like you get to see highlights of different aspects of it by where you live. I know it's like a no doubt thing, but like when you live it every day, you know, like this morning, I got to drive along, uh, drive along Zaleta, the sun was coming up, you know, hitting the cottonwoods that line, you know, down there. And, and 
you don't you don't per se see that in the heights whereas in the heights you have the mountains you have the big vista of the view and so wherever you live you kind of get this this thing it's like a different perspective of the same city yeah. which is cool i think yeah. that that's really nice maybe take it for granted a little bit too you know oh sure drive all the way across cracks and crevices that are gorgeous in their own way yeah. Yeah. so have you seen uh any particular type of home buyer recently has it been more one or the other um no necessarily i mean i like i like to work with first-time home buyers because i like to try to be as knowledgeable as i can and give them as much information because more than likely this is one of their largest financial decisions of their life so to be there just to kind of guide them through that first time of my process and then see them close on their very first home is really exciting. Yeah. I don't limit myself to first-time home buyers. I try to work with as many different people as I can. Maybe some of the fun So if someone's a first-time home buyer or you're thinking about it and they're listening, what would you tell them? What would you... I would say, please give me a call. I will walk you through the process. <laughs> wait, 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 drop the phone number. That's and fine. I, I wish, yeah. honestly, and, and this is this is just coming from me, like, I wish I would have had somebody who said that, like, when we bought our first house, because yeah. our first house was a nightmare. We don't live there anymore. Thank goodness. But, it, yeah, I feel like we didn't really get somebody that had a handle on the process, and it sure. was really confusing, and, I, and yeah. we didn't even know what decisions we were supposed to be making. Right. So, so. What, what's your phone number? Uh, my phone number is 505-205-5606, and, you know, I can walk you through some of like the myths. You don't have to have 20% down to be a home buyer. You know, there's lots of different programs and avenues you can go make it the easiest for you, whatever avenue it's best for you guys and your personality. Okay, well now do you want to bring up the big question? Okay. okay. All right. Red or green? Oh, man. He <laughs> um, so was about to take a drink of water. I normally just do green. Okay. Um, but the only time that I'll... Uh, green is my answer. Green, okay. Unless I'm at Sunday brunch with my family at Grandma's house, because then you have, to be, you have to do both. You have to do red or green. So. Everybody's grandma is all yeah. about red. I'm telling you. Like, everybody's oh, grandma. Yeah. yeah. No, that's oh, fair. That makes sense. Yeah. And who do you think, aside from, you know, your grandma, makes the best chili in Albuquerque? Oh, man. If you had to, to go somewhere, yeah. get good, good chili. I feel like I'm going to get backlash on whatever answer I... No, no, no. Um, Sorry, it's not a fair question. My favorite (laughs) dancery... Just don't say Denver. No, absolutely not. That would be different. But I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not sure. I mean, I don't okay. know that I've had bad green chili. Yeah, okay. It's all right. Good, yeah. That's fair. I know. I feel like I feel like it's just, it's kind of like a matter of like your personal, like everybody has a little twist on their chili yeah, on your chili, whatever you, mm-hmm. yeah, whatever yeah. your preference. And this year's hot. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just because I'm from the Midwest now. And it's so just, it's just me. I know. It's just I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I, you know, and favorite place to get a cup of coffee. Mm. Oh man, lately I've been going to Little Bear a lot, yeah. and I love Humble Coffee awesome. and Zenda. Those are probably my three favorite nice. coffee places. Mine are really close to here, so I feel really good. You know, that is okay. Northeast Heights. Can I just? I'm going to say this now. We're speaking to you. No, I'm like a coffee fiend. I love a good cup of coffee. We have Starbucks yeah, up here, everywhere. and that's really it up here. I mean, you can go to Whole Foods. But that's Whole Foods. Some McDonald's coffee's right there. Would you stop? <laughs> <laughs> we need something a little more independent up here in the Heights to kind of, you know, say it's us. not like a chain caffeinated. It's space. not like a Panera. <laughs> like, I would appreciate it. Little guys, somewhere in the Heights. This place is really cool. I'm gonna go there. I'm gonna work in there as well. 
There is a place called O'Beans. I don't know. It's like way. It's like right by the mountain, though. So it's way oh, up Paseo. Yeah, but it's not bad either. It's just tiny, and I always forget about it because it's way up there. Yeah. <laughs> so one of the things that I've noticed so over the past about decade or so, because I'll come back and I'll visit Albuquerque. Is, you live here now. I know I do now, but it's only been like literally maybe a month and change okay. um, since we're recording this. And there's always there's always building something new. And have you seen the kind of the same thing and explosion of yeah, their I mean, houses and building and everything? Yeah, I think, I mean, we're trying to grow and keep up with global bigger cities. Um, but yeah, I think it's a good thing. You know, we need to continue to expand and keep building our development out. And what would you tell somebody, this is just another random question, what would you tell somebody who's moving here for the first time? Maybe they're coming through you to buy a house, they're trying to get a loan, and they're not from here. What do you tell them about buying a house in Albuquerque? Uh, welcome to New Forever. Uh, <laughs> I think this place is special. Like people, whether they finish high school and go away to college, I mean, they always, not always come back, but they come back and appreciate it. It has like, some of the best weather in the country, I feel like. We get all four seasons, but they're not crazy. Missouri winters. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's great. I guess they, once they get here, they will uh, fall in love as a special special feeling. I'm not going to miss when it was like negative 15 once when I was outside and I had to be firm the job I had and I could feel my eyeballs trying to freeze. Oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah. and it was crunching when you blink. Yeah. Okay. I, uh, <laughs> I lived in some places that I don't really want to travel back to. Um, you know, I was in Tornado Alley for a little bit. I had some brutal winters for a little bit. Uh, yeah, it makes you appreciate it a little bit more when you go experience other things and then get to come back. Oh, Albuquerque's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> like, and what do you tell people about the people of New Mexico or Albuquerque? Because I know that we are a very, I think we're a unique breed of people here. Yeah, I agree. Not in a bad way, but just, I think we're unique. Yeah, I think we're very prideful. Yeah, I think it just comes down to that. You know, like yeah. I said earlier, I think, you know, <laughs> I would think you like want something so badly to be proud of and we're finally not finally but we're there where people are not afraid to, to boast about it a little bit more on like a more national stage so take a little more ownership of, yeah. of our soccer team I'm excited I'm gonna go see them tonight so I'm gonna be looking for the song you know, Do they... as soon as they walk out uh, when they walk out with the kids you know they yeah. announce starting lineups uh, the plans of it's okay I'm gonna be listening for that tonight like that's awesome I'm like this is perfect timing <laughs> I love it so I'm trying to think what else other questions usually I have a notebook so I know me too and I forgot it's yeah. like the one day it's killing, like... it's killing me now how have you seen neighborhoods change over the past past maybe decade or so let's talk Specifically, sorry. Okay, no, like not because you grew up in Nottville, yeah. right? Yeah. And you live there now. Or no, I mean, you live here now, but right. you're, you've seen it change. How has Nottville changed since since you grew up there? You know, I think it's been like a little bit of a roller coaster. Um, you know, growing up, I think it was like super like popping, happening, and then some stuff. Art came in and kind of you know made it go on a little downfall and moved some businesses out and kind of turned some people off from driving through there, you know, and, and doing all that. So I. Hope that it continues to, to grow and get better. I know some businesses are going back there or have stayed there and are still thriving. So I mean, that's seriously one of my favorite parts of town. And I hope that it continues to, to build and help Art kind of get some stuff together. And <laughs> Don't we all? It's time, Art. Uh, I mean, that's, I grew up there. You know, my, my family walks to North Hill Summerfest. You know, it's, it's great. I love that area. I love that neighborhood. I have a, I have a like, my happy place is in Knob Hill at the Chocolate Dude. Oh, I don't know. Hugs here always. Every time yeah. you see it, he's like, oh, like he's here. Favorite, it's because you walk favorite. in and you just get hit with this wall of like, oh, goodness. <laughs> yeah, and you just want to sit there and be like, oh, I just 
just smells so good in here. I like them. You don't want to leave. It's perfect. It's, it's really great. So that's my happy What, what Lindsay's trying to say is, chocolate dude, if you're listening. Yeah. We, Contact us <laughs> in the form of chocolate. Yes. <laughs> we will even come to you. It's so crazy. Yeah, no, I, and what do you think, as far as the heights, because you, you said you live in the heights now, what is the appeal of the heights? I know that, I think... I don't want to assume, but I'm, I think we're kind of in the same age bracket. Sure. What is the appeal for for families and people our age? Uh, I think it's a little bit quieter uh, towards, towards the heights. I mean, it's more family oriented in the heights than it is, you know, say in the Malcolm area or downtown area. That would probably be my answer. I like living up there just because it's very convenient for work, but I can also get anywhere in town very quickly from, from up there. But I like to be able to kind of be a little bit higher and look throughout the whole city. Like, well, that's, the whole city. that's something I've noticed now that I'm living down the valley is that I, because I was so used to seeing the mountains so close, yeah. you know, and then you look out and you see the whole vista and everything. And, and then, you know, my main client now, you know, is Oscar Heating and Cooling, which we had an episode on, just came out a little while ago. With my drive now, it'd be a couple of days where I won't even, I won't even look up, you know, because yeah. I'm busy with, you know, down the downtown, kind of midtown sort right. of. Yeah. So it's interesting. I just like seeing our landscape from all sides. I get to see the mountains in the morning. Sometimes you can see the tram lines from here. Mm -hmm. Get to see the city from up here too. It's pretty nice. Yeah. This is great. No, I, you know, it's so funny. I So, I, we mentioned this, I think. So, I grew up in Oregon. So um, did you? In Portland. We, we both did. Yes, this is true. This is true. <laughs> We're siblings. Yeah, and it's crazy because I love how open Albuquerque is and now when I go back up there, I feel claustrophobic. Yeah. There's trees everywhere and you're like, I can't see like over, you know, I can't see that far. So I kind of, I get like this weird feeling. It's like a claustrophobia feeling when I go up there. But here it's just like, it's so open, it's so pretty. And we have the best skies, like hands down the best. Yeah, I used to, like every summer, so I played basketball in college and I would bring home a teammate or two every summer. Um, and they would be from big cities like LA, Vegas, Phoenix, New York, Miami, and they would come like, you could just see forever. Like, I, I guess see. I just take it for granted and this is what I see. Right. It's true. You can see. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's beautiful. So we have about like five minutes left. I wanted to kind of touch on what you find the most challenging thing doing business in Albuquerque, and then what is the most positive thing as far as doing business in Albuquerque. And this can be for managing musicians or you know doing your own. Or both. Or both. Yeah. Okay. I think the most positive thing is that we're so community based. So relationship driven. Whether it's being one officer in the city or helping the musicians, you know, get their name out. It's all, not all, but it's mostly relationship-based. So you talk with people, you communicate with people well. It's like a rule of three, right? You can walk into a room and meet three random people and one of those three people knows somebody within your circle it's somehow. So, true. so I think that that's probably like the biggest asset of, or positive thing is just being relationship-driven and community-based here in Albuquerque. Most challenging, I think, in terms of, on the music side, I think the most challenging is People don't really want to fully buy into artists like Dylan Sade because they haven't seen them yet make it in a larger market. When if they would kind of promote from within, um, I think it'd be easier for artists like them or them to to make that national stage. But even with that, they they're not really worried about that. They're going to do exactly what they want to do. It may take one year, it may take fifteen years, but they're going to do it. I think that would be. It. We're very proud, but we almost want people to succeed elsewhere and then come back and say they succeeded rather than say, hey, I'm doing this right here, right now. You right. should come with me. I think I think that's you're onto something. That is that is a very 
prevalent mentality that I've noticed just talking to people when it's like, you don't have to go away and then come back. Like you can do it here. Like it's possible here. We have everything you need to be successful in Albuquerque. You just have to find it. So Dylan and Shade, like, are they going to be at any venues coming up soon? Are they going to be? Shade plays all the time. She plays at Mtucci's all the time. She plays at Two Cranes, which is a new bistro. Like like Rio Grande, she plays there all the time. She's playing at this rooftop event that I can't talk about yet because I don't know if they've announced it, so I don't want to And that's fine. Yeah, no this is September. It'll be really cool. Okay. They're both going to play a set at Somos Albuquerque this year, which is September 28th. Dylan is, he's been to full like album mode, so he just finished his album and he's finally like, he's super excited, so it's cool <laughs> to see the energy. But he's going to be playing at Meow Wolf actually August 23rd. Oh, fantastic. United's Meow Wolf night is Saturday, August 3rd. Um, we're going to try to you know, promote a little bit for Dylan and hopefully bring a good crowd from Albuquerque up to, to Santa Fe. Their venue is really cool. Obviously, Mel is amazing, but their venue is just really cool, too. So. You get to see a show there, and it's like one of those things I need to just do. Poor shame. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Life's so hard for me. <laughs> Be yeah, I feel like that might be the one. That might be the one where I, I make it happen. So yeah. you should. Okay. Good. All right. All right. Was there anything else you want to share with people listening? Advice, encouragement, wisdom, whatever. A tidbit of knowledge. Mm. Um, um, and yeah, I, I choose Albuquerque. I think everybody should uh, vocalize or express why they also choose Albuquerque. Because I know that I'm not, or we are not, you know, the only people here that absolutely are very proud and love being here and share everything that's great about our city. Couldn't agree more. Right? Same. Well, Drew, thank you so much for thank being here. Or actually, it. having Thanks. us here, rather. Yeah, right. Thank you guys. For <laughs> Thanks for being here in your own office. Yeah. really appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you guys could come. It was really fun. Yeah. Glad you, I'm glad you took the time, and we appreciate it. All right. And uh, so we will catch you next time. All right. Ciao. What's up, Albuquerque? This is Ryan. Lindsay and I want to thank you so much for listening. Each week, we're striving to bring you the best of our community. So want to be involved? Here's three ways you can help. One, if you've got a local business, service, or brand, we'd love to hear from you. Better yet, we'd love to consider interviewing you. All you need to do is email us at abqwhatsup at gmail.com. That's abqwhatsup at gmail.com. Second, you can donate. Like all good things in our city, this show takes time to produce. Want to help pitch in for our gas? Maybe buy us a coffee or a beer? Well, you can do all that at our website. That's www.whatsupabq.com. That's www.whatsupabq.com. And last, you can help us spread the word. Share our episodes and posts on social media and drop us reviews wherever you listen to podcasts. Every bit helps. Thanks. And this is Ryan. And until next time, ciao.